I'm Stephen Baxter. And I'm Kara Myberg-Guzman. This is Santa Cruz Local. Last week, Santa Cruz County Health Officer Dr. Gail Newell issued an updated shelter-at-home order. It loosened restrictions on industries like construction and healthcare. We as a community have done so well at our sheltering-in-place efforts that we've seen a fantastic lengthening of our doubling time and flattening of our curves. And so I want the community to hear very clearly that they're doing a fantastic job, and as a result, we can open up some activities. It seems like the county has a handle on the first big question in a pandemic. Do we have enough hospital capacity to meet the need? So far in Santa Cruz County, yes. The number of people with COVID in local hospitals has not been more than five. It hit that number on April 6th. So for the first time, the county is stepping toward the next phase in its COVID response. And that means reopening some workplaces. The next big questions are, what's the effect on the local economy? And what might the next six months look like? The answers hinge on our county's shelter orders. We'll get into some of the details of the revised shelter order. We'll also hear from two people with a bird's eye view of our local economy. Chris Thornburg, he's the founding partner of Beacon Economics. He spoke this week at the Monterey Bay Economic Partnership Summit. And Casey Beyer, he's the CEO of the Santa Cruz County Chamber of Commerce. I interviewed him Friday. For the county's revised shelter order, we posted a full explanation on our website at santacruzlocal.org, and we'll put the link to that in our show notes. But in a nutshell, you should know the details of this order are expected to change every three weeks. For businesses, non-essential construction and real estate are now allowed. Hospitals now are allowed to do elective procedures as well as preventive medical care. Dentist offices can also open. Outdoor work, such as landscaping, is allowed. Another change was childcare. Childcare was actually already allowed in the previous version of the order, but now it includes summer camps and day camps. The county is working with parks and rec departments. They're trying to get summer camps back in session. They'll just look different this summer with groups no larger than 12 children. The order also impacts tourism. Santa Cruz County's order, like the state's order, still says you're not supposed to drive anywhere except for essential reasons. That means you're not supposed to visit anywhere for fun. Beaches in Santa Cruz County have limited hours now. Also, to limit visitors, there's a new rule. Hotels and vacation rentals in Santa Cruz County cannot rent rooms unless it's for essential travel. These rules are tighter. Before, hotels could rent rooms to anyone without facing possible fines. Some residents have called on Santa Cruz County's health officer to do more to limit out-of-county visitors. They fear more COVID cases in the county. Dr. Newell, the health officer, said Tuesday that she's doing all she can, except in terms of publicity. The county plans to buy social media ads to discourage visitors and place signs. Here's Dr. Newell speaking at a telephone town hall last week. We really can't legally prevent people from coming to our county. The only way to actually do that is with a health officer order at the state level. That would be a quarantining of the entire county, and not only would it keep people out, but it would also keep us from leaving the county. And I think our residents would have a problem with that, too. While this revised shelter order opens some parts of the economy, it still squeezes tourism. 
You probably know government, education, and healthcare are big parts of our county's economic engine. But there's actually more jobs in leisure and hospitality. Many of those jobs are seasonal and low paying. That's according to a 2019 report from the consultant group Beacon Economics. Here's Chris Thornburg of Beacon Economics. We'll play you the first four minutes of his recent keynote address. Let's do a little thought experiment for just a second. Imagine that a few days, a week after, two weeks after the public health mandates have been put into place, some genius scientists had come up with a cure for the virus. I think we can all agree that people would have very quickly all gone back to work, and there would have been almost no harm to our economy except for the fact that we had a couple weeks where we couldn't go out and eat. In other words, the numbers you're seeing today are just reflection of public health mandates, and they will only last as long as public health mandates. As soon as the mandates go away, these jobs come back. This is not, if you will, a traditional recession-causing exercise. Now, the key here is to understand that while businesses are shut down, while people are unable to work, they're not earning money, that's the long-run damage. That's the damage that will hurt our ability to bounce back in the second half of the year when we get in front of this virus. Now, how much damage will that create in our economy? No one really knows. And that's why it's dangerous to leap to assumptions about this being a very long-term negative downturn in the U.S. economy. We just don't know. But if you want to think about it, let's say this. If you really want to think about how much harm will come out, how much harm is going to be created as a result of these shutdowns, you have to answer five basic questions. The first question is, how deep are these shutdowns? Number two is, how long will they be? Number three, how healthy was the economy in the first place? Number four, what's the government doing in the meantime? And last but not least, will people substantially change their behavior post-virus? Once you answer these questions, then you have a good sense of whether this is going to be a U or a V. In our eyes, this mainly lines up to be a V, and let me go through my reasoning why. First of all, how deep? Well, we know, of course, that tourism, travel, things that are important to the Monterey Bay region have been completely shut down. However, as much as that's hurting the local economy, overall travel and tourism really aren't a big part of the overall U.S. economy. And indeed, if you look at the first quarter numbers, believe it or not, while that part of the economy certainly created some hit to overall growth, it wasn't the big part of it. In fact, the big part of the slowdown in growth in the first quarter of this year is something that is both good and bad news. It was mainly health care, declines in spending on health care. And that's because, of course, in the midst of getting ready for the pandemic, a lot of hospitals, a lot of doctors either shut down completely or basically canceled all discretionary procedures. People simply stayed away from the healthcare system because everybody was expecting a mad rush of people to be there with the COVID virus who needed desperate, desperate help. Well, guess what? Outside of places like Seattle and, of course, New York City, those surges of people never actually showed up. So we didn't get the positive spending driven by the negative ramifications of this virus. That's actually relatively good news. Um, so how deep is this actual downturn? Perhaps not as deep as we might think. Our guess is only 10 to 15% of the economy is actually being shuttered right now. Now that number gets big, bigger as time goes on because of supply chain effects, which brings me to my second question, how long? Well, yet again, we seem to have some sense that we are in fact at getting closer to the light at the end of the tunnel. Look, the number of new cases is falling. And if we look at China or Italy and Spain, we understand this overall is about a three month into production 
about a four-month hit to overall consumer spending. That at least comes out of the microdata coming from China on a week-to-week basis. What that all ends up saying to us is more or less the second quarter is the center of everything. By the third quarter, most of the mandates should be lifted and things will be getting back to normal. Now, I'm not saying the virus is going to be completely eradicated. Of course it won't. But we're going to have teams of highly trained health professionals running around tracking down any new cases and isolating those individuals so it doesn't get out of control the way it did this time. Remember, it got so bad this time, largely because we weren't expecting it. Remember, this was an exercise in ignorance. Even as we were running running around telling ourselves everything was fine in February, the first first deaths were only already occurring. You only get one Pearl Harbor. We're much smarter now. And of course, we're going to be able to keep this thing really at a minimum over the course of the next couple of months. Maybe his timeline about things getting back to normal by summer sounded a bit too optimistic for you. Santa Cruz County health officials have said they expect social distancing rules in some form to last 18 to 24 months. Opening up concerts, amusement parks, and big sports events, that comes last, officials said. And keep in mind, Santa Cruz County's economy is different from the rest of the nation. Short-term declines in leisure and hospitality are a bigger deal here. Like the rest of the nation, unemployment claims in Santa Cruz County have jumped. Before the shelter order, the week of February 13th, there were 137 new unemployment claims in the county. The week of March 29th, there were more than 8,000 new claims. And there were even more than that in April. To get another viewpoint, I talked to Casey Beyer. He's the CEO of Santa Cruz County's Chamber of Commerce. I asked him what he thought of Thornburg's outlook. He may be right uh, that there is a short term of this and that the jobs will return. Uh, And I think that as a generality is probably true. Uh, But the real question is, is that a large percentage of the businesses in Santa Cruz County are small. Somewhat like 82, 82% of our businesses in the county have 10 employees or less. That now the question has is how long is the return going to be? Do, do we know when that is? Is it going to be, you know, uh, midsummer, late summer, early fall? And in what conditions can a business return to some type of new normal. Well, we don't know that. So the example I'm using is restaurant. Okay, they have to redesign the restaurant so that there is uh, social distancing. So let's say your average restaurant in Santa Cruz can seat 50 people. Now you have to restructure that business to be less, probably less than half of that to meet the social distancing. So that means, okay, we can only have so many customers coming in at a period of time. And that means they're gonna to have to have new training practices and how do they, how do they, uh, how do they serve the, the customer? How is the food prepared? Logically, you would think that there's gonna be a reduction somehow. Now would they figure out a way to do, you know, shared hours? So that uh, you know, the two employees are working part-time instead of two employees working full-time. All of that is unknown. And so to the point of Dr. Thornburg, he says, yeah, I think there's some, there will be some quick recovery. But then, you know, an example from an organization like mine and others that do events, we don't know what the rules of the road are. Picture a typical summer in Santa Cruz County. 
packed beaches, triathlons, downtown nightlife, concerts at the boardwalk. That's all going to look a lot different this year. I think one of the most biggest and fun community events that Santa Cruz is known for is the famous Wharf to Wharf race. Well, it's not happening this year. That brings an enormous amount of people that not only run, but enjoy it. You know, you have 19,000 people that come over to, to participate and run it every year, and a lot of locals. And it generates a huge amount of revenue, both to Santa Cruz and Santa Cruz County and Capitola, the two destinations on, on the ends of the wharf to wharf. That is um, a loss, not only for a spiritual community to really enjoy something, but that's a loss of economics that, and, and, the, and, the, and the donations and revenue that go to the, the schools and the athletic programs. Byer seemed to agree with Thornburg that May and June will tell us more about the downturn. What's the economic um, hit to Santa Cruz County? And it's deep and getting deeper. The trends for the first month or so of the stay-at-home orders show some real crippling of uh, small businesses. But what's really the looming factor is, is we're looking at a window from, you know, March 19th, say, say till the first, first of May. And that's a small sliver of time. When you take a look at the numbers that are hitting that we won't know until the end of May, when we get into the end of the second quarter. And that is going to be sobering. The uh, hotel industry is going to take another hit because of the order that uh, came out. And uh, right now, uh, when we're starting to go into the early part of the, you know, the spring and the heavy summer months and when, when the hotel industry is at its peak, their occupancy rates are in the, you know, in the 80, 80%, you know, and then on the weekends they're full. Uh, right now, they're, uh, they're in the low teens and in the single digits in terms of occupancy. So even knowing that, this restriction further retards their ability to actually employ people and take care of the, the, the daily works of a hotel. And I make that comment not lightly. I make it because it's so critical to the tourism is industry where we have Visit Santa Cruz County that's saying, hey, come visit Santa Cruz. Now they're saying, hey, don't come to Santa Cruz. And, you know, and what you're seeing is that, that people are not coming over here for, uh, you know, a weekend stay. They're coming over here for a day event. And we saw it over the weekend. And, and of course, the response was, let's, let's you know, limit the uh, uh, restrictions to our great beaches. And I think that's, that's probably appropriate. Uh, but it doesn't address how the local people are impacted. For businesses that are reopening in our county, there are some new rules in the revised shelter order. As more parts of our economy reopen, this might be a glimpse of how other shops will have to prepare. For example, shops have to limit the number of customers inside. Customers have to be able to stay six feet apart from each other. Signs must be placed outside a shop that tell customers not to enter with a fever. Hand-washing facilities and hand sanitizer must be available for employees. On construction sites, managers will have to control choke points where workers stand together, places like 
halls or elevators or break areas. Construction employees now have to tell their boss if they have someone at home with COVID. So as we tiptoe toward a reopened economy, perhaps the only certainty is more rules. This episode was sponsored by UC Santa Cruz. UC Santa Cruz tells its story every other week in its Story Cruise podcast. Listen to conversations about UC Santa Cruz news, research, breakthroughs, people, and events. Find Story Cruise on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Santa Cruz Local is committed to giving you accurate, up-to-date information about the local response to the coronavirus. We want you to be able to make informed decisions about issues that affect you. Sign up for our email newsletter to get the latest news. Sign up is at santacruzlocal.org. About 80% of Santa Cruz Local's revenue comes from memberships. To sustain the future of local news in Santa Cruz County, we depend on support from locals like you. We invite you to join our community of informed, engaged members. Visit santacruzlocal.org slash membership. Thank you to all our members. Thank you especially to our Guardian Level members, Chris Necklison, Patrick Riley, Elizabeth and David Doolin, and the Kelly family. Thanks to Trimpot for the music. I'm Kara Myberg-Guzman. I'm Stephen Baxter. Thanks for listening to Santa Cruz Local.